1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
2: Well, all week long, we've been paying attention to all the news about Prince Andrew. And it seems like, really, the whole story arc of the week has surrounded Prince Andrew. Well, there's still more news. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Happy Friday, everybody.
3: Yay, pew, pew. Um, we started our show on Monday talking about Prince Andrew. You'll remember there was this sort of earth shattering interview. Earth shattering in many ways. We can get to them again, just to remind you kind of where we were. That kicked off the week, and we end the week with Prince Andrew news because, as you alluded to, the story continues, and there are still twists and turns. Now, the main thing was the interview. The interview was regarding his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, who's now dead, but before he died, he was incarcerated on charges of sex trafficking, sexual assault, harassment, uh, child abuse, I mean... Like They were throwing the book at at him because he was a pretty vile human being, by all accounts. But he was friends with Prince Andrew and some other very powerful people. Well, Prince Andrew's never really reckoned with his friendship, his public relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. And people continued to point out, uh, Hey, Prince Andrew, this is a little awkward, but you've not really accounted for your relationship. And also, there are allegations against you... Um, specifically one woman who says that she had sex with Prince Andrew at the age of 17, and she was plied with drink and all sorts of nefarious things. So he apparently, in his mind, thought it was a good idea. And by all accounts, nobody else thought this was a good idea close to him. But he went ahead and uh, recorded or uh, did an interview with the BBC. Yeah, I think it was the BBC, right? Mm -hmm. Or was it Channel 4? It was the BBC. BBC, right? Anyway, did the interview... And um, it blew up in his face. Yeah. That interview was crap. We talked about it all on Monday. He didn't really apologize for anything. He didn't seem to show any empathy for the victims.
2: He barely acknowledged anything. He, he just had excuses for everything.
3: Yeah, he tried to refute pretty much all of the allegations uh, or untoward behavior that was lodged against him. And never really just said, yeah, wow, I was a f- I was friends with a very horrible evil person. I mean, like, the easiest things you could have said, he didn't do any of that. Mm -hmm. And so, the fallout from that interview was um, immediate and rather loud from many corners. People Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing? Everybody. So, apparently it was everybody, and everybody includes, but is not limited to the Queen herself.
2: Yeah, the only person who, by the way, didn't wasn't, like, this was the worst idea ever was, do you remember? Prince Andrew? Well, and... Fergie.
3: Oh, well, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's because, well, we'll get to that. But um, you're absolutely right. So nobody thought this was a good idea. And um, the fallout kind of continued, you know, throughout the week. People just like, I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he didn't really answer any questions. Now we all just have a bunch of questions. The other thing that we didn't consider when we talked about this interview on Monday and Tuesday is that, you know, he talks, he refuted certain claims and made other claims that reporters and and journalists could then fact-check. Because you'll remember part of his excuse... Like, there was a a, a period of time where he allegedly spent the night with um, Jeffrey Epstein. And he said, no, I didn't do that. I was staying, like, at the British Embassy or something Mm -hmm. like that. Well, then the person responsible at the time for the embassy was like, yeah, no, we don't have any record of him staying here. So, like, he just opened himself up for a whole new layer of criticism and critique. Um. Which didn't die down all week. And then breaking news uh-huh. yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was Wednesday, actually. Oh my god, it was Wednesday already. So it was on Wednesday that we read a statement from Prince Andrew from the palace saying, I'm gonna step back from all of my duties. I'm not gonna do anything in the public. And the Queen has given me permission to do so. Uh-huh. And most of us were like, Yeah, I think pretty much the Queen told you to go bye bye yeah. in the car car. Yeah. So that's where we were yesterday. Right. Well, here's the thing. What?
2: Well, there was one more piece to that. Yeah, that yeah. actually happened on Tuesday, I believe. We started to see some of the corporate sponsors of his mm. philanthropic um activities pulling their support from him. And then that was the thing that led up to the um the queen that the note from the palace saying he's stepping down. Yeah. So, you know, no more corporate sponsors. People didn't want to be
3: around him. He stunk. Yeah. Like, everybody started really moving away. And when you're a royal, your royal duties, no pun intended, are actually the thing that that pay the bills. Right. That's your job. His -hmm. his nine to five is working on behalf of the British people in the form of philanthropy. If he's not able to garner support in those projects, what is the use of having him there? Which is, by all accounts, why he uh, stepped back or was forced to step back right then um, most recently i just saw the story yesterday he was going to go on this trip for one of his uh charity uh projects he was supposed to go to bahrain i guess um bahrain and um right before he was supposed to get on the plane according to insiders anyway the palace was like yeah you're not you're, you're not gonna, gonna just stay here. you're not doing that so he, just
2: go back home
3: you're gonna go bye-bye in the mm-hmm. car car again And um, so he will. He's literally done now. What I found so fascinating, and again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Prince Andrew. What I find so fascinating is, again, this is his job, right? So it's no small thing. You know, when you think for most people, sort of casually paying attention, they're like, "Oh, some some royal rich person doesn't show up at a ribbon cutting ceremony. Big deal. Who cares? They just don't want to be around him." No, this is actually a big deal because this is the way their. This is part of their society. Part of their society is. Um, You know, this is built into the way they do things. So these charities are meaningful. They do great work. His participation is crucial to to garner money and bring in a financial uh, benefit, right? Right. It gives prestige, like all these things. It's very important. So it's no small thing that he's all of a sudden removed from all that. Well, if that's his nine-to-five job and he doesn't have a nine-to-five job, I mean, don't you wonder...
2: Well, like, if I didn't have my 9-to-5 job, how would I make money? Exactly. How would I keep food on the table? How would I support my family? Exactly. How would I keep a roof over my head?
3: Exactly. And you've got children. Right. You've got a family. You've got a obligations, responsibilities. Well, he's, I think, 60 or just about to turn 60. Anyway, he's old. So I mean,
2: he's, you know... He's established,
3: yeah, he has like he
2: can't go get a desk job <laughs> entry level,
3: yeah, I mean, he couldn't even go to McDonalds It looked at this like he point. was
2: overqualified,
3: so I was watching some interviews this morning, and it come come to find out he gets paid through this like grant there's this plop of money that the British people have set aside to pay uh, part of the royal household to do these philanthropic works, right. So, you know, you could think of it as like they're sort of paying for um, the heads of org, like what here would be like a nonprofit organization. Right. I mean, they have those there too. But what I'm saying is they're essentially employing these people to do good things. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, because he's stepping away from those responsibilities, he won't get that income. But according to um, the hoity toity royal resources or sources, rather. Uh, on the interview that I watched, the Queen will now pay his bills for him, and she has her own privy purse, if you will, um, which actually is the privy purse. It's not a purse purse; it's right. just like reaching that a big go, purse. Yeah, but she has her like royal slush fund, mm-hmm. so she will be paying him out of her royal slush fund from now on because she would <sighs> rather pay out of her own pocket to support him, right? Than have the British people. Have to support pay him and this he can't, guy yeah. who clearly, I mean, again, people wonder like why do they go to all this trouble? But it's really no different than say the head of a major organization or company for mm-hmm. that matter. um You know, like I'm not saying he's Jeffrey Epstein or Harvey Weinstein or uh, what's the guy from CBS, Les Moonves. But it would be as if they were all of a sudden tainted by scandal and then forced out of their job, right? right? Nobody's, like, the board is not going to want to pay that guy's bills anymore because he's...
2: And in this case, the British people are, like, the board.
3: Yeah, they're like, okay, and really the queen and the royal family, but anyway, yes, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. they don't want the British people to feel like they're paying the bills as someone who um, who can't see the obvious problems. With befriending Jeffrey Epstein and then not a, not even trying to apologize for it after the guys died. Don't
2: you wonder if the queen is just a little bit like, oh, okay, fine. Now I got to support him again. Always making bad decisions. Like he's, everybody has that kid in their family, you know, or that member of the family. That yeah. you're just black like sheep? well, they have a few
3: black sheep in that Get family, your but yeah. Get
2: stuff together, yeah. Now well, Granny's but, paying for you again. I mean, I know it's, it's his, his mother, but like, yeah. Imagine what that feels oh. like to
3: have your mom. And you know, there's some question then, like how because uh, his daughters don't have an official royal job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, you know, the, I think one's already married, right, and one's getting married,
2: right? Yes. That and is correct, it,
3: yes, um so you know presumably they've made their own lives for themselves and will do just fine, but
2: and I'm sure Harry's a little bit like, dude, being the other kind of you know wild younger brother of the next in yeah. line, yeah that Harry's probably like, okay, all you had to do was just not get your like not get in so much trouble and now look what you're making all this fuss.
3: Well, it's interesting because the, um, and we talked a little bit about this. If you guys are just joining us, we're talking about the, about Prince Andrew. And, um, if you've watched The Crown at all, and I know The Crown is make believe. It is a show on Netflix, but it is an amazing show that's based in, you know, in probably the, the most, uh, history slash like actual information. Like the guy who created The Crown is using real history and, um, has done his homework. So it's you- a
2: dramatization of, historical events
3: exactly and and by all accounts he's done quite well telling these stories in fact i was just watching an interview with a royal butler who was like yeah i don't know where he got his info but he's pretty spot on wow but the second episode of the latest season which is season three of the crown um there's this whole relationship that the queen has had with her sister margaret um her younger sister and margaret was always sort of the wild child and you know the queen has always just been sort of this duty-bound dullard and that's their characterization, not mine. But I mean, I feel like most people have that sense of her. And in that episode, in the second episode, they they basically say, like, in this family, there are the people like the queen who are duty bound, a little dull, but there to do the job. And then there are the people who just don't want to be hemmed in by uh-huh. by by, uh, you know, all of the expectations, but at the same time are very much um you know sort of effusive and lively and fun and you know uh gregarious and literally they go through the history from all the way back to queen victoria and you can do the history all the way up into the present right. so you know if you think about margaret was sort of the you know the wild child and uh princess or um queen elizabeth was sort of the steady eddie you know her very father was the Steady eddy. You know, remember he was the Steady eddy who took over from the wild child who ab- abdicated because he wanted to be with his lady, right? Right, and they wanted right. to be gallivanting around Europe, right? Well, then you can fast forward and do the Queen's own sons. Yep, you have Charles, who's the Steady eddy because he has to be, uh, because he's going to be the king someday, mm-hmm. and then you've got Andrew, who's, who's out
2: hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, who's
3: you know partying although he says he never parties Uh and then you've got charles's kids you've got william who's the steady eddie and then you've got harry who's the wild child taking you know shirtless selfies um Uh, and totally naked in a vegas
2: uh hotel room
3: exactly so it's weird how art imitates life and and you know the reverse as well and it's all kind of been happening at the same time so as far as andrew is concerned he's probably not going to show up in the uh, public uh, for a very long, for a long, time. Long, long time. Yeah.
2: When we come back, somebody who will show up in public, uh, Elizabeth Reese, she's bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood and beyond on My Talk 1071.
3: This is a My Talk dirt alert.
2: Elizabeth Reese is here! And she's brought a lot of dirt. Oh
1: my gosh, it's Friday.
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
4: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Icy cold out there. Very sunny. You know who has relationship is icy is cold. Yeah. Scooter Braun and Taylor Swift. And there's oh, no sunshine coming two. into that mm-hmm. one. Scooter Braun.
3: Um, I think they just like each other and they can't admit it. I
4: don't know <laughs> what is going on. So... We talked about this in the Dirt Alert this morning at 820 with Jason and Alexis and Dawn. that um, Scooter Braun was calling out, essentially calling out Taylor Swift for airing grievances on social media and then what that has led to for his life. Of course, Scooter Braun and Big Machine Records bought the rights to Taylor Swift's body of work. She's very upset about this. She felt like it was handled terribly and that she was cut out of her own legacy So Scooter Braun, who is very well-known for being Justin Bieber's right-hand guy Mm -hmm. and manager and running the whole show, now he's directly calling out Taylor Swift, um, saying her fans have begun threatening the lives of his wife and children. So, Which, by the way, is exactly what she asked
2: them to do. Not exactly. She asked them to say something. Yeah. And didn't play the tape all the way through, apparently. Of what they might say. Yeah,
4: because that's what the internet... Does to people these Although, days. Although, I mean, frankly, should she have to tell people that you can voice your displeasure about someone's activity, actions, choices, while not wishing death upon their children? I mean, honest to God. Well,
2: no, you're right. In a perfect world, people would behave appropriately. Right.
3: It all depends on who you think should um use that common sense right if everybody was using that common sense we wouldn't be in this place because right. the two of them would have worked out their issues like exactly. adults in Ex- a room with words instead of trying to employ people outside the office to, like, do their work for them.
4: Scooter Braun said he was not going to engage in a social media war, but then he took to Instagram to say this. Since your public statement last week, there have been numerous death threats directed at my family. He's addressing this letter to Taylor Swift. This morning, I spoke out publicly for the first time saying I wouldn't participate in a social media war. However, I came home tonight to find my wife had received a phone call threatening the safety of our children, as well as other threats seen above, he posted. Um, Thinking of my wife and children, my team and their families, I've gone through a range of emotions on how to deal with this. I write this now only after a deep breath and much reflection. I'm certain there is no situation ever worth jeopardizing anyone's safety.
3: I think they're playing her game, which, you know... Good for them, right? Like, So what they're doing now is employing the emotion. Mm -hmm. She employed the emotion to make her point, and now he's doing the very same thing. Mm
4: -hmm. He went on to say, it almost feels as if you have no interest in ever resolving this conflict. At this point, with safety becoming a concern, I have no choice other than to publicly ask us to come together and try to find a resolution. Um, He reaffirmed that Taylor Swift can perform whatever she wants at the American Music Awards, which are this weekend, by the way. And um, that she never needed permission to do t- do so. And he closed out his letter with a screenshot from an internet troll uh, threatening his family, saying, hi, why don't you just die with your children? I'll buy a gun tomorrow and then shoot you all. Oh,
2: my god. I mean, that's the,
4: you know, yeah. and so whether or not he <laughs> handled his business situation with Taylor Swift well, or, I mean, do his children deserve to have yeah. that sort of threat? No. Oh, right. my
2: gosh. Right. No. Right. No. I mean, honestly, I mean, this whole thing is just kind of ridiculous. But at the end of the day, it has the it will achieve the benefit for everybody. Right. Yes. But
3: ultimately, I mean, yes, in that everyone will get attention for it. But ultimately, these people you have two very wealthy people fighting over lots and lots of money. Right. And, uh, you know, they're getting a bunch of boobs to, like, fight their battles for them in the court of public opinion. Mm -hmm.
4: Kim Kardashian also on Instagram, she shared a throwback photo with her Instagram photos from a fitting for a Versace gown that was unfortunately too small. And she said, How good would it be if this was a fit? Okay. What a, what a struggle. No. I know. Also, what I can't. Every the other I day, I bring you something. You either love her know, or you can't stand it. And it's very
2: frustrating. It's whiplash. It, does it's, your it's neck hurt? A little. Of my brain and all my, all my things. <laughs> I just, like, because I saw the picture and I was like, uh, You own that is the thing. You know people who do this, who put something on and they look like a ten. I know, and then they say, "Oh, Oh it's too bad that this doesn't." Uh, She wouldn't have posted that if she didn't look spectacular. And then everybody, it's that fishing for you know. But you're so beautiful, and oh, you can ah.
4: It's a very middle school thing to do,
3: isn't it? Is. it? Yeah, Doesn't it seem like throwback I mean, to middle school? She's kind of in middle school. I think that's where I mean, we're, at. we're all in middle school at this point.
4: Guys, I didn't leave you with any sort of restored faith in humanity. That's and for fine. that, I apologize. We'll that's do fine. that later. We'll Don't figure worry. it out. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth Reese. We need somebody to play our
2: 30 second pop culture challenge 651 641 1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at mytalk107.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey, girl. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Uh,
3: who's on the phone today?
2: Thanks for asking. Lisa's on the line. And what, pray tell,
3: is Lisa playing for? Lisa Darling is playing for a big, fat pair of these.
1: Tickets to see the film Honey Boy, written by and starring Shia LaBeouf.
3: All right, Lisa, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am. Fabulous. The timer shall begin upon my reading of the first question. Here we go. Who pushes the letter tiles on Wheel of Fortune? Vanna White. Victoria's Secret models have what nickname? Um, pass. Which Kardashian-Jenner hosted the show Revenge Body? Uh, Chloe. Which artist received the most Grammy nominations this week?
2: Oh, my. She's um, from here, she's from here, she's from here. Oh I mean, uh, Grammy, can I Google?
3: No. Ah, uh, shoot. <laughs> what is the name of the, I don't care what you do. What is the name okay. of the Simpsons' dog?
2: Um. Oh! Lisa, Lisa, you tried. I'm sorry. Man, if she could have Googled all that, she would have been a fast Googler. Uh, let's go back and answer those questions. I'm so sorry Lisa did not win because she was not able to answer the following questions.
3: Yes. Yeah, so, Victoria's Secret models are called. Angels. And uh, which artists received the most Grammys?
2: Lizzo.
3: And then what is the name of the Simpsons' Do
2: Santa's Little Helper. Hmm. Was there one more?
3: That was the sixth question, right? No, fifth. Two, three, no, four, yeah, there's four, six. Oh, there's
2: six questions. Yeah. Just for funsies. Okay, well, we're going to not worry about that because we can use one of those on Monday. Because ah. we do play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day at 1230. All right. Now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us right now.
3: Come on, Holly. I missed a
2: word.
1: It's in the segment, we call Blinded by the oh.
3: Item. Oh. Somebody's. Miss any out. words.
1: Thank
3: you. No, it's, you had too many words actually.
1: I know. I'm going to save that question for Monday. The it's movie.
3: A, oh, you don't want me to read it? No. <laughs>
1: I'm just it's a good one. Now people know it's about a movie. That's fine.
3: Oh, no. Ruined it.
1: <laughs> Here's your first celebrity gossip mystery today. This foreign-born former A-list boy, uh, boy bander turned successful solo artist and sometimes actor Definitely threw his former bandmate under the bus for using drugs. He didn't say the name, but he might as well have.
3: Is this like a One Direction experience? Yeah, and it's that uh, one who does the drugs.
2: Liam Payne. No. Or Harry Styles. Uh, no. It's
3: the Niall dark-haired Horan. one. No. The other one. Yeah, like literally the only other one.
1: Come yeah, on, I'm
2: coming up blank with well, that. Well, who name. did
1: the interview? Because it wasn't. It was one of those that you named. It's probably Harry. Yes, because Harry has a lot to promote. He's going on tour next year. Zane got an album yes. yes, I got there. That's right. So the headline. Also, being, can we, I just am really impressed. I never knew I
2: knew all of their names.
1: You know, it's just one of those things—cultural osmosis. Yes. You just like you absorb this information, yes. even though you didn't ask for it. Well, I feel good about that. Harry Styles did an interview. Here's the headline, Harry Styles says he stayed away from drugs while in One Direction. Harry Styles says that about himself, uh, apparently, oh, yeah. implying that he was maybe the I only one. I didn't do drugs. But, but, but the
3: rest of them. Mm-hmm.
2: Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
3: All right, you go, Harry. <laughs> was it um uh L- li- Linga Ding Dong wasn't he like the first to leave?
2: Yes. Yes, yeah. and then he did that single with uh Taylor Swift. For um wasn't I that him? Yeah. Be, be, be. And who was he dating at the time? Cuz he was dating one of her squad people. Yeah, Gigi Hadid. That maybe. Yeah, and then yeah, and that was for that 50 Shades of Grey movie, you know. Oh, yeah. that dirty movie.
3: That you probably went to because you read the book.
1: Yeah, of course I did.
3: Pervert.
1: Here's your next blind <laughs> item. This a list. Blinded by... oh, did you did do it. That? Where are you two today? <laughs> I'm right here.
3: I know you are, but what am I? You're
1: an idiot. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You're supposed to play with me, Pee Wee.
3: Everyone has a big <laughs> butt, Simone. Thank you. There's no basement at the Alibo.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Let's do the blind <laughs> A-list item. A list singer. Okay. Slash wannabe actress. All right. Who thought she would have roles thrown at her left and right after last year is discovering no one really wants to hire her for straight acting gigs. She's going the way of other A-listers who then try to have people create projects so that they can star in those, but it never works. Oh, is that a Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. It is mm. Lady Gaga. So, Lady Gaga, after a star is born, was a huge success for her last year, even won an Oscar. The song is discovering no one really wants to hire her no, for straight acting gigs, don't. and Lady Gaga is going the way of other A listers who then try to have people create projects so they can star in those, uh, but it never really works.
3: No, right. because I mean, be grateful,
1: <sighs> yeah, try, yes, yeah. But I like, mean, if
3: that's what she wants to do, and I think she has made this attempt, I'm you know, I we're always a little contrary where Lady Gaga is involved, but you know realistically I get that she's trying to like that's what she wants to do so good luck to her and she's got a certain amount of power once you win an Oscar even though it was for the song I feel like you can probably make people do some things for you to get your next project
2: I guess my thing with it is like I understand what she wants is the straight acting gigs but girl if the way that you're going to be able to get those is to sing a little bit until people get used to the fact that you actually can also act then do that
3: I think she really sees herself as Barbara Streisand,
2: but even Barbara Streisand had to sing a little for her
4: supper.
3: You know? Yeah, no, I mean I, I'm not saying that what the right answer is. I'm just saying I think she sees herself as like that's what she wants to do: go on and act in all these movies. Because right. Barbara had this very, you know, sort of. I mean, because Barbara could act,
1: right, and she can direct,
3: and I mean, she could really act. So.
1: Hmm. That's mm-hmm. yet to be seen
2: mm-hmm.
1: She was on an episode of The Sopranos though She sat in the bleachers during a swim meet
3: Oh wow, did she win anything for that? No okay.
2: Lady Gaga did? Yeah Oh, I didn't even know that hmm. Cool
3: She also I'm kicked fat. a woman off the side of a building And took <laughs> her oh, career Don't oh.
2: even I'm,
1: I'm,
2: I'm Can oh, we move she on? I'm, sure. convinced.
1: I'm convinced Can we move on to a blind item? Yes yeah. This royal has at least three separate meetings with production companies and her agent lined up whilst she's in Los Angeles. Megan? Megan Markle. Yeah, you know, I get it. Reconnecting with your folks. She wants She wants Meghan to Markle. be able to do her thing.
3: Yeah. She's not going to be able to do this, though.
1: She's
2: going to do her best.
3: I mean, they're not going to let her be in these things, right?
2: I Don't you... Like, I wonder about this all the time with her. Was it that she really didn't know the extent to which she would have to commit to the royal lifestyle? Or did she think once she got in, she could, like, sweet-talk him out of some of the
3: rules? I'm sure there's a little bit of that, a little bit of, you know, thinking you're above it, and that you'll be able to change minds. Um, I'm sure part of it is also, I get the impression that it's really hairy, Is the one that's trying to separate himself because he sees how, you know, um, how negative. lifestyle can be and he thinks that you know he can be independent i mean his mother was a very independent woman once she removed herself from prince charles and i don't know so i can see a bunch of different things coming together because clearly she knew what she was signing up for right they would have sat her down and told her exactly but i'm sure behind it they're both like well let's push this as far as we can
1: and i would see this being more not so much acting roles on TV, but doing something more along the lines of documentaries, humanitarian right. thing, because she did yeah. have a lifestyle blog That's before true. she became the <laughs> Duchess of Sussex. <laughs> yes. so she's in that vein of celebrity where it's like, I'm going to be the Royal Gwyneth Paltrow.
3: or like the Royal Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah.
2: I would lo- I wanted I wish she could still have a lifestyle blog. I would read that about her lifestyle. I
3: would. Yeah, I would like to know the truth.
2: Yeah. We'll never know. It's we out have, there though. The truth is out there. Do we have time for a short one or no? No, cuz we got to go to Fine.
3: break. I know. Oh Look my at the god, line. are you whining? Oh,
2: I was cuz I was loving the blind items. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show every Friday, we like to check in with a Google Trends expert to see what you all have been searching all week long on my Talk 107.1. Every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, we check in with a Google Trends expert to see what you guys have been Googling all week long. You better see this.
0: There's something new trending.
2: It's time to talk
0: Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your
2: search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And our friend Farrell is on the line to tell us what you all have been searching. Hello, Farrell.
0: Great to be back.
2: Thanks for being here. Hi, Farrell. All right, so obviously...
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
3: ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Honestly, it's so obvious. People are getting ready for Thanksgiving, and thus they've been hitting the Google box to ask questions about Thanksgiving.
0: That's right. Uh, Thanksgiving is next. Thursday, so it's the uh, six-day countdown, and uh, people uh, are turning to Google to find out all sorts of information, when it is, why it's so late this year, a bit of the history of Thanksgiving, and most importantly, what to cook.
3: Well, oh, go ahead. Brian. No, I was just going to say, can you give us the answer why it is so late? I think I have an idea, but why not?
0: That's Yes, this month started on a Friday, and since it's the fourth Thursday of the month, it is the latest it possibly can be. It's the latest thanksgiving we've had since 2013
2: oh okay yeah i mean it's funny because i even thought it was going to be this thursday like a week ago i was like oh and then thanksgiving's on thursday and then i had to look at the calendar to remind myself oh no it's real late this year uh that's right so thanks for that but um not that like you arranged it but you know, thanks for letting us know why Farrell. Um, but here's what I'm actually curious about, and I know that sometimes you have the capability to break stuff down based on areas and what people are Googling. When it comes to recipes, what are people Googling yeah, try- most and what are my our friends in Minnesota Googling?
0: Yes. Yeah, so what we broke down this year is side dishes. We looked at each state to see what popular Thanksgiving side dishes, and some of them are, you know, casserole spikes all around the country. It's the hottest uh, side dish um, in terms of searches for the year. But in certain states, you see different things. And so for Minnesota this year, it is stuffing which is a pretty oh. normal uh standard kind of side dish but you have some weird ones popping up uh just uh, to your west in north dakota keto soup somehow pops up as the number oh, one search side dish so stop i'm not it. sure what's going on oh, over there
2: i
3: don't oh, know gosh. but i really don't want to be at the thanksgiving day meal where you know aunt barb goes i made
2: keto soup yeah Come on. We do need to give you a little training, I think, Farrell, um, because you said a word that we don't say in Minnesota. You said you said the word casserole. Do you know what we call a casserole in Minnesota?
0: Oh, boy. No, I do not know.
2: Oh, oh, I know.
3: I was just going to say it really is only Minnesota. So, you you know, we won't hold that against you. uh -uh. It's not a regional thing so much as a statewide thing.
2: Yes, we call it hot dish.
3: Oh, hot? I've never heard that before. That. <laughs>
2: That's your Minnesotan lesson for the day. Uh, yes, we refer to casseroles as hot dishes, and so that was mostly for our, my Minnesota uh, you know, uh, folks here who might have thought, what the heck is a casserole? What's a casserole? What on earth is that casserole? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we also say duck-duck-gray-duck duck, duck, instead of duck-duck-goose. It doesn't make any sense, but feel free to Google that on your own time. <laughs>
0: so i wonder if our people put in searches didn't even search for hot dish we we might have broken our entire google system because people (laughs) might not have known about this
2: and now you know tell everybody
3: (laughs) all right Uh, in addition to thanksgiving and we could probably just talk about that the entire segment there were other things trending this week and one of them is lizzie mcguire why was she trending
0: yeah, Lizzie McGuire, uh, it's a show from the early 2000s, is coming back on Disney+. And I think for a lot of people, this really shows the excitement of what Disney+, Plus offers, that uh, they're going to be rebooting shows and bringing back storylines from uh, favorite either movies or things. But uh, they announced that she is going to be coming back in 2020. Uh, it looks like they have most of the uh, cast coming back, Adam Lambert, Hilary Duff. And so uh, I think there's a a generation that is very excited about this.
4: Uh, I
2: think like I'm not in the Lizzie McGuire generation, but I had babysitters like people that babysat my kids who were like Lizzie McGuire fans who are going bonkers for this.
0: Yes, that's right. I mean, I was uh, sitting with my colleagues when this popped up and I was like, I don't even know what we're talking. Yes. And they all looked at me quizzically like I was like an ancient uh, individual who was in the (laughs) wrong place.
2: (laughs) I know that feeling, Farrell. I've had that before. Now, we are wondering why in the heck Coffee Mate is train is trending
0: yeah this is uh this is much closer to my heart, so coffee mate uh, just announced two new dessert creamers, Funfetti and cinnamon toast Crunch uh, and uh, they are bringing them out cinnamon toast crunch they describe as being sort of like cinnamon milk left at the bottom of the cereal bowl, cinnamon, sugar, and a hint of toasted cereal. And funfetti is a mix of vanilla cake batter and a sweet frosting finish. So, if you're looking for a non-dairy way to sweeten up your coffee every morning, this is a, a good way to go.
3: I just kind of want to drink that out of the bottle. I
2: know suddenly, but yeah. isn't is, is coffee mate the kind that's powdered, or do they have? Well, actually-
0: have yeah, them. it comes in liquid or powder uh, okay. or liquid concentrate, whatever, some, that's somewhere between the two. Um, and it's made, you know, mostly out of vegetable oil and corn syrup, I believe. And uh, <laughs> so it's a non-dairy version. Some people call it tea whiteners or coffee whiteners. Um, but, uh, but there was a lot of interest. And if you base it off of Google searches, Funfetti is leading Cinnamon Toast Crunch in terms of consumer excitement.
3: I, I would say that's the one I'm most excited for because I'm a big fan of funfetti. The fun, you yeah. like
2: the funfetti, yeah. <laughs> um, and and which one of those, Farrell, are you excited about?
3: You know, I am.
0: Uh, I'm an early adopter of oat milk in my coffee, so I, I don't know if I'm allowed to jump over to a, a whole new option.
2: I feel like you're probably right. Uh, and where and when and where are we going to be able to get this coffee mate? january twenty
0: twenty it should be available in uh, basically every store that coffee mates in, which is almost everywhere it 's going to be three hundred ninety nine a bottle, so not super expensive um, and this they 've done this before they worked with the cheesecake factory last year for a cheesecake creamer. Um, so I, apparently they do some, something along these lines every year. It's a bit of marketing and excitement for their fans.
2: I mean, it's working. Well, thank you so much, Farrell, for joining us. And we'll talk to you again. uh, Actually, we we won't be talking to you next week, but we will catch up with you two weeks from now. Well, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, enjoy your hot dish.
0: I'm excited for
2: it. <laughs> Thank you, Farrell. Have a great Thanksgiving. That's our friend Farrell from
3: Google. He joins us every week to tell us what you all have been searching. Um, although I did want to just I wanted to have a conversation but not with Farrell because I feel like we're confu- like we're, we're going to get him caught up in a conversation that he's not ready to have. Because I do think that the weird like exception to the hot dish rule is green bean casserole. It's totally true. Because we don't call it green bean hot dish. That is 100% true.
1: But what about tuna? Isn't it tuna casserole?
3: Tuna hot dish. Tuna hot dish. I think it's tuna hot dish. But it's yeah. always
1: tuna casserole. Like, no. I like tater tot is a hot dish. I think tater tots are what
2: make it a hot dish. I don't know. This is a really good. Question.
3: I mean, I I grew up with tuna tuna noodle casserole, but, but we didn't, didn't have grow up I didn't here. grow up in Minnesota, but I have heard tuna hot dish before.
2: There are certain things that I would classify as a hot dish that we do not call hot dish at our house. Like what? For example, um I would classify goulash as a hot dish. I also know that goulash is not the same for everybody. No,
3: everybody has a goulash. And in my house, we called it something which it's actually not. On a shingle. It was something on a shingle, but yep. that's actually something else. Yes. But in our family, we called it on a blank on a shingle. And
1: we called it Salamagundi, which is not what Salamagundi actually is. Okay.
3: Are you from another planet? Sal Magundi. I was just Goondi?
1: so not expecting yes. that. Is that. That sounds that like a neighbor? drag queen.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> My name's Sal Magundi. You know, we ran out of milk. Can you go grab
1: it from Sal next door?
2: Sal Magundi. Sal Magundi.
1: It was this thing with rice. Did and you also beef. have a
3: Molly Gatani across the street?
1: I feel like that was not safe to say on the radio. <laughs> No. It totally was. Mulligatani kind of soup
3: or stew. Yeah. Oh, can I just ask a question before we confuse our listeners sure. even more?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Do you think they're not already there? Are is the hot <laughs> is the thing that what did you call it? Goulash. Is goulash. that the elbow noodles ground beef and Yeah,
2: we had to tomatoes and corn tomatoes, and all kinds yeah. of junk in there. Yeah.
1: But that was what was in our salamagoo. Okay, I
3: just want to make sure we were talking about the same thing.
1: <laughs> and it was rice, not elbow noodles. Oh, okay. okay. Then, so that's not, then that's not then that's not goulash. <laughs> a little bacon on top.
2: All right, we'll be back. That sounds good though. We'll just be back. Just see where you are. Something's gonna happen. Don't worry about it. Bye.
3: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview.